0: welcome to the podcast of Redeemer Baptist Church of Panama. We hope that you enjoyed listening to the sermons and other audio provided by us. Feel free to share what you find here and we hope that it will be beneficial to you as you seek to know and follow Christ. Just a little bit of context here. Uh, we've been Following through this story of Jesus, uh, he's just come off of a couple of miracles. First of all, he healed uh, a man's son from a distance. Remember the man had come to where Jesus was and he said, my son, he's at the point of death. He's about to die. Will you please do something about it? And Jesus didn't go with him. He just said, your son lives. The man believed Jesus. And he went home, did what he said, and he found that his son lived. And then next, Jesus heals another man. He heals this man who'd been by the pool for 38 years. Jesus just told him, Arise, take up your bed, and walk. The man heard what Jesus said, believed what Jesus said, and did what Jesus said. He got up, he walked. Now the Pharisees, the the Jewish leaders of the time, they got mad at Jesus because of what had happened. He was healing on the Sabbath, and Jesus responded and said, my father is working until now, and I'm also working. And then we talked about that last week. The, the, the Jewish people there, they were infuriated. They thought Jesus was blaspheming because He claimed to be equal with God. How could someone be equal with God? And Jesus laid out this claim. He told how Jesus He, he, he does what He sees the Father doing. He said that He... The Father doesn't judge, but he's allowed him to be the judge. The Son of Man, the Son of God would be the judge. And he said, just as the Father raises the dead to life, so the Son would raise the dead to life. And we see later in John, he does that, whenever he calls Lazarus from the tomb. When well, we're continuing in this um, Narrative because Jesus is continuing to respond to the criticism of the Jews, where they had said he's claiming to be God. Here, Jesus talks about the testimony of who He is. The testimony that points to who Jesus really is. He claimed it for Himself when He said, My Father is working until now. But it wasn't enough just to have His own testimony. There were other things testifying to who Jesus was as well. And that's what we're going to look at tonight. So in John chapter 5, beginning in verse 30, Jesus said, I can do nothing on My own. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just because I seek not my own will, but the will of him who sent me. If I bear witness about myself, my testimony is not true. There is another who bears witness about me, and I know that the testimony that he bears about me is true. You sent to John, and he has borne witness to the truth. Not that the testimony that I receive is from man. But I say these things so that you may be saved. He was a burning and shining light, and you were willing to rejoice for a while in his light. But the testimony that I have is greater than that of John. For the works that the Father has given me to accomplish, the very works that I am doing, bear witness about me that the Father has sent me. And the Father... Who sent me has himself borne witness about me. His voice you have heard. His voice you have not never heard. His form you have never seen. And you do not have his word abiding in you, for you do not believe the one whom he has sent. You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. And it is they that bear witness about me. Yet you refuse to come to me, that you may have life. I do not receive glory from people, but I know that you have not the love of God within you. I have come in my Father's name, and you do not receive me. If another comes in his own name, you will receive him. How can you believe when you receive glory from one another? Father, we thank You for Your Word. Lord, give us eyes to see and ears to hear. It is dangerous sometimes to hear Your Word because we can hear it without hearing. We can see it without seeing. Lord, only if You give us ears to hear will we hear Your voice. Father, I pray that you would give me strength to proclaim your word. I pray that you would enable this feeble vessel vessel, this feeble earthen vessel to speak your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. As I said, Jesus is continuing to answer the, the Jewish people who were criticizing him because he claimed to be God. And he says, if, my, if, I only, if I'm the only one who gives testimony, then my testimony isn't true. That was part of the Jewish law. You had to have more than one testimony. And, and it, you can see that in Jesus' plan for church discipline. What happens? You, you go to a person individually. If you have someone who sins against you, you go to them individually, and then if they don't repent, what do you do? You go to them with another person to be a witness. So there's a testimony of more than one person. And then you go and bring it before the whole church. And in the court system, you had to have more than one witness to believe any testimony. Jesus here is saying, if I was just some man, some man who came and was saying the things that I'm saying, calling God my Father, you would be very right to be angry with Me. You would be right to say that I'm blaspheming. But there's not just My own testimony. There's more testimony. And we're going to see Jesus had pointed to at least three different testimonies. First of all, Jesus pointed to the testimony of John. In verse... Yes. Verse 33, Jesus said, You sent to John... And He has borne witness to the truth. Not that the testimony that I receive is from man, but I say these things that you might be saved. He was a burning and shining lamp that you were willing to rejoice in for a while. In His light. He points to the testimony of John. John was the forerunner. He came before Jesus. He was even prophetically, he was prophesied about. Uh, There would someday come someone who would be like Elijah, who would uh, prepare the way of the Lord. He would bring the Father's hearts back to the children and the children's hearts back to the Father. He was this one who was coming before the Messiah. And He came and He proclaimed that the Messiah was coming. He told people to repent Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. And the Jews heard Him for a while. Jesus says, You were willing for a while to rejoice in His light. But even they turned against John, just as they would turn against Jesus. The next testimony that Jesus says testifies to Jesus who He is. He says, the testimony that I have is greater than that of John. For the works that the Father has given me to accomplish, the very works that I am doing bear witness about me that the Father has sent me. The next thing that testifies to Jesus to who He was are the works that He did. The miracles that He did. When He turned the water into wine when He healed the man's son from a distance, when He healed the man who was laying by the pool. Those were the works that the Father had given Him to do. Those were the things that were testifying to who Jesus was. Jesus wasn't just coming and saying something, saying that He was God's Son without any kind of testimony. No, the testimony of John came and said the same thing, and the testimony of the works, the things that those people who were criticizing had even seen. They had seen how He had healed this man who had been by the pool. Yet they didn't believe what they saw with their own eyes. And then, Jesus says, and the Father who sent Me, this is verse 37, and the Father who sent Me has Himself borne witness about Me. His voice you have never heard. His form you have never seen. And you do not have His Word abiding in you, for you do not believe the One whom He has sent. He's telling these people, the Father Himself testifies about Me, but you can't hear it because you don't believe. Because you don't believe. They were blind because they couldn't, they didn't believe. You have to believe first before you can see. Notice what Jesus is doing there. If they believed, then they would hear the Father's testimony. But they didn't hear the testimony. The Father Himself testified to who Jesus was, that He was the Son of God. We see this in Jesus' baptism in the other Gospels. When Jesus was baptized, heaven opened and the Father said, Behold, this is My Son in whom I am well pleased. But these people didn't hear that. They didn't hear it because they didn't believe. If you're looking for proof, if you're looking for something that you can see with your eyes, you'll be blind to it until you believe. The testimony of Jesus' works, the testimony of John, and the testimony of the Scriptures is enough to leave us accountable for what we've heard. And then finally, Jesus said, Well, I say finally. I'm not ending the sermon here. (laughs) But the last testimony that he gives you search the scriptures because you think you have life eternal, because in them you have life eternal. And it is they that bear witness about me. This fourth witness, we remember we had John, we had um, Jesus' works, we had the Father, and this fourth witness is the scriptures. The, The Jewish people, they searched the scriptures. No one was more devoted to studying the Scriptures than the scribes and the Pharisees. And they thought that in them, in studying the Scriptures, they would have life. And you know what? We sit around and we hear that and we think, well, that's right. We do get life from God's Word. We do. But there is a way to read God's Word in such a way that we, we were blind. There's a way we can read God's Word and it's just... It doesn't sink through. If we read it and all we see are words on a page, if all we see are stories and rules and things like that, but it doesn't penetrate through to our hearts, to where we see glory, to where we see the glory of God in Jesus, we've missed it. Jesus tells them you search the scriptures because you think that in them you have life and it is they that bear witness about me. I had Amy read the passage there from Deuteronomy chapter 18. And in that Moses is telling the people there will come someone one day who will be a prophet like me. Listen to him. Many say that that is a prophetic Announcement of someone who would come that, that would be Jesus, that would be the Messiah, a messianic prophecy. We see from Genesis that what Moses wrote in Genesis chapter 3, where we, we read of, of the seed of the woman that would come and crush the serpent's head. That was written by Moses and it was pointing forward to the Messiah who would come and defeat God's enemies. We look forward to the end of Genesis and we see this testimony that uh, Jacob gives about his sons and how Judah, the, ser- the scepter, would not depart from Judah. And there's this Messianic expectation that, that the Messiah would be someone who was a king that would come from the line of Judah. It gets so specific, even within the words of Moses. Jesus said to these Jews, you search the Scriptures because you think you in them you have eternal life, but it's they that bear witness of Me. They couldn't see it. They they searched the Scriptures, but they did not see Jesus when He was right in front of them. Yet you refuse to come to Me that you may have life. They were willful in this. It wasn't just that they were blind, but Jesus tells them, you refuse to come to Me. They were willfully blind. They refused to see Jesus in the pages of Scripture. I'm going to skip ahead. Jesus tells them, how can you believe? When you receive glory from one another, do not seek the glory that comes, um, and you do not seek the glory that comes from the only God. Do not think that I will accuse you to the Father, he tells them. There is one who will accuse you Moses. Jesus is telling them Moses will accuse them one day on whom you have set your hope. These Jewish people, they were hoping in Moses the same way they were hoping in Scripture that they would have life in it. For if you believed Moses, Jesus tells them, you would believe Me, for He wrote of Me. If they really believed Moses, they didn't really believe Moses. Jesus calls them out on that. If they really believed what Moses was intending to say all along, they would have believed Jesus. But if you do not believe his writings, how will you believe my words? There's one other thing of application that I want to point, about, point out here. We often want to see some kind of a sign, don't we? We want to see some kind of miraculous manifestation so that we'll believe something is real. And you know what? There's so many popular books out there about these experiences of going to heaven and writing this book about what heaven is like. Like heaven is for real, right? Okay. Why are these books so popular? Why do we need some other testimony besides the one we've already been given in Scripture? Jesus has already told us about heaven. He's gone away to prepare a place for us. And yet we still want to see a sign. We want to see some person in our day who who has some kind of a traumatic experience and comes back and writes about them. We ought not to be looking for all kinds of signs. We need to hear God's Word and trust that. It is better to believe God's Word about things like that, than it is to believe an eight year old child who has some kind of a vision. I'm not saying anything about whether or not that was real or not, but our hope is not in some novel, some story that some kid tells. Our hope is in the scriptures. If we don't believe the scriptures, then why are we going to believe anybody else, even if they come back from the dead? which is what Jesus says. There are four here, witnesses, that that testify to who Jesus is. John the Baptist. You have Jesus' own works. You have the Father that testifies to who Jesus is. And you have the scriptures. There is enough evidence to believe that Jesus is who he said he was. And if Jesus was who he said he was, then he is Lord. He deserves it all. He deserves our obedience, He deserves our praise and glory. He deserves us to be loyal. Servants to go and proclaim his word in spite of opposition, in spite of anything that may come our way. He is Lord. To the glory of God the Father. Thank you for listening to this message from Redeemer Baptist Church of Panama. For more information, please visit us at Redeemer or you can like us on Facebook.